0: I'm Paige Killian and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming is stressing about overstuffed drawers never-ending mail piles a mountain of Legos and our kids artwork really what God intended no way Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable. So thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hey, thanks so much for joining me today. I'm really looking forward to this episode. I have thought about this episode for a while, and a lot of times whenever I hop on and record an episode, it's because it's going on in my life at the moment, or these are things that clients are talking to me about. So today we're going to talk about organized party planning. And the reason I say I've been thinking about this for a while is because I tend to throw a lot of parties or host them or go to them, attend them. I like to have them in my home. And for a little while, we couldn't do that because of all the COVID restrictions And then other times I like to host them with friends where we might do something at a restaurant or we might get together at somebody else's house or we might have a venue that we are using to host a party. And so I wanted to talk to you about it now for a couple of reasons. One, because this is the fall season and both my kids have birthday parties during this time. So I'm definitely in party planning mode. Another reason is because My little baby brother, who's totally not a baby, he's a man, he's all grown up, he is about to get married. And because he's about to get married, I am going to be throwing a bridal shower with my sister-in-law for our new sister-in-law to be. So I'm really excited about that. And I wanted to just share with you some of the things that I've found over the years that have been helpful to focus on. Also, I've thought about some things that are not so helpful to focus on. I'll explain what I mean later. And also just some things, some areas where we can ask for help. And so that's always going to be something that I suggest, no matter what you're working on, if it's organization, if it's party planning, if it's, I don't know go into the grocery store. Let's ask for help anywhere we possibly can to make our lives a little bit easier. So on that note, I will tell you that the number one most important thing that I do when I am thinking about party planning is I go back to my three E's. And the reason I do that is because it is very easy to get incredibly overwhelmed by all the different parts Of party planning. So today we're talking about organized party planning. Of course, I'm going to throw in the word organized anywhere I can because it's my favorite word. So once you are talking about getting organized when party planning, you need to sort of have a bit of a strategy, some kind of system to get you from start to finish, to make sure that your vision that you have comes to life. And that actually is a little bit Part of what we're going to talk about today, that vision. So, the reason I like going back to the three E's is because party planning has a lot of moving parts. So, if we can go back to this three E's philosophy, if you don't know what I'm talking about, if you're new around here, hi, welcome. Thank you for being here. Uh, If you don't, you can go back and listen to episode one, it's called the three E's philosophy lightning fast rundown of what it is. When I was a kindergarten teacher, I realized that in order to get my kindergartners to move from one area or from one activity to the next seamlessly without feeling overwhelmed, but would keep them focused. I started naturally, just organically giving them three simple steps and that would keep them focused, but it wouldn't be too overwhelming. And so when I became a professional organizer, when I left teaching, well, let's be real. When I left teaching kids to sort of kind of teaching adults, because we talk a lot about a lot of these things that we can start working on when I am your organizer that goes into your home, we talk about a lot of these things that we can do that are sort of Reteaching, relearning different things so that you can stay more organized. Where maybe before you were frustrated about some areas or frustrated about your schedule or frustrated about things in your home that weren't working super well. So I left teaching kids to then sort of kind of teach adults. And I love that. So what I wanted to do is take what I had learned actually in kindergarten and Really continue that on into my organizing business because it worked and because it was simple enough for kindergartners to understand, it was kind of a nice thing, simple thing for adults to understand because yeah, adults can certainly understand way more complex things than kindergartners. But the fact is we have so much more on our minds. We have so much more responsibility than little kindergartners do. So while it works well for kindergarten because of their age appropriateness, what works well for adults using the three E's is that it's not so much to think about when we already have a ton of things on our plate. So the three E's philosophy includes three words that start with the letter E, pretty simple, right? Your essential, this is your must have or your must do. Your enhancement, this is going to add style or value to whatever that essential thing was that you did. And your extra, your extra is going to be sort of that cherry on top. This is going to be the finishing thing, the thing that's going to take it to a whole new level. And the reason that those are a little bit generic is because you could truly use the three E's philosophy in lots of different areas of your life, of your home, in your business, even in parenting, or in my case, running a classroom years ago, the three E's philosophy really helps you get From one stage or activity or idea to another without that overwhelm creeping in, without all that added unnecessary stress. Nobody's got time for that. Whether you're a kindergartner or you're a grown-up mom, you don't have time for overwhelm and stress. So let's take that idea of simplifying the organizing process and apply that to party planning. So let's say, for example, you decide you're going to use the three E's and you're going to say, my essential for this party is blah, blah, blah. My enhancement to that, what's going to make that even better, blah, blah, blah. And then my extra, which is going to be like, The thing that's going to take it to the next level is blah, blah, blah. Once you have determined what your three E's are, and they might look completely different than someone else party planning, you are going to be able to move forward without feeling like your list of things to do is outrageous. So let's play this out in a few different scenarios. So whatever I suggest, that doesn't necessarily have to be something that you would do, but it's taking that as an example and applying it to whatever you're working on in your party. So, for example, let's talk about this bridal shower that I've just recently planned with my amazing sister-in-law, Stephanie. Hey, girl. And uh, we're super excited to do this for our new soon-to-be sister-in-law, AJ. Hey, girl. And so one of the most important things that I wanted to do just in my first three steps. Now, let me say that again my first three steps. And the reason I'm saying first three is because what I've learned is that it's a great idea to get organized or to do, in this case, party planning in three simple steps. But we know there's so many more steps than that, right? So here's how it works. You do your first three things. So the very beginning of party planning for me, I really think what is something that I can do right now that is going to be sort of a generic overall get me started on this project Three simple steps I can stick to. And then after you've done that, after I've done that, I then go on to what are three more things that I can do that are going to make me feel more productive and continue to get me further and further down the road of planning this party. So for the first three things, I'm just going to say some ideas. You might be going through this right now. This might be completely different than what you're doing. It's okay. but let's just play along and see how this might work out. So for my essential, I knew beginning like nothing else. I knew what I needed to do is look at the date and establish when am I going to be in Tennessee? Because I live in California right now. They're all in Tennessee. And I knew I was going to be party planning in Tennessee. So, in order for me to plan this, the first thing I had to do is check dates and make sure that I was going to be able to have child care and be able to accommodate a date that would work for everyone. So my sweet mom is having her birthday, and we had already talked about me coming in town and getting to be with her. We're actually going to go see a fun musical while I'm in town to celebrate her birthday, and it's going to be a matinee. So we're like, all right, let's look at that date. Does it work for, first of all, the bride-to-be? It did, and it worked for us. It was enough time for me to start planning in advance without it feeling like it was so close to the wedding, which is going to be in the middle of November. So we're planning this in the middle of October. That'll give us enough time. So the date was the number one most important essential. I had to make sure that was going to work. If I couldn't be there, this party wasn't going to happen, right? So once I realized that was going to work out, I knew... I needed to book my flight. I needed to figure out childcare, So I ran it past my husband. It just happened to work out that my kids were actually going to be out for conferences um, to parent teacher conferences. They were going to be out of school for a couple of days. And so I checked in with him and I was like, look, if I go out of town this week, this is perfect or weekend rather, this is perfect because I can be with mom, I can do the party. Plus you're not going to have, because he works full-time, he wasn't going to have to shuttle the kids to and from school during work days. And so they were going to be home. And so that was just going to work out so perfectly. So I immediately booked the flights, knew I had childcare, knew I had that done. So that was definitely the enhancement to picking that date. And then the extra was, deciding how am I now going to communicate this situation to other people that we want to invite when I looked at that date and I realized, am I going to be sending out invitations through snail mail? Am I going to have an actual invitation that I go and buy? We get everybody's address. We create that. We mail it to everybody you know that was a way we could do it at the same time i was like look i am in the land of digital everything if we can do it let's skip doing that instead i'm going to create an evite we're going to get these email addresses plug them in and then i will instantaneously be able to send this out and know at you know at any moment whether someone has viewed the invitation, you know, you never know when you send out a hard copy of something, you don't know if people received it. You don't know if people have opened that invitation. You don't know what their RSVP is going to be. And so I've just found going through and doing an e-vite really works really well. And that really was going to take this party planning to another level of having access to who is going to come when they have had a chance to look at these dates to see if they're going to work out, open the email. You get what I'm saying, right? So those were really my first very super preliminary things that were going to get this ball rolling. Once I established that the dates were going to work for people, mostly, you know, we have to reach out to people when we realize that not everybody could attend, but the idea was to get as many ladies there as we could to celebrate our sweet AJ before it was upon us. So when we realized the majority of people could come for that date and we booked the flight and I had the kids squared away with my husband. So I knew that was going to work out. And then we got that Evite out. Now was time for the fun part. This is the part where I started my three E's over and I was like essential. What am I going to work on? I want to work on a theme. Now I'll share with you. (laughs) Themes are so subjective to me. I wanted this one to be super simple. And I just decided it was going to be the colors of what she decided she wanted for her wedding. And so she had sent me forever ago when I was in town hanging out with them a screenshot of these colors that were Colors that she was going to have in the wedding. And I was like, oh my gosh, these are so beautiful. It was a lovely, beautiful fall color palette, but still bright and cheery. Her favorite color is pink. And so she had all of these sort of versions of that and complimenting colors. And it just is beautiful. It's like champagnes and blushes and mochas and a wine color. It's so pretty. Oh, and there's like a peachy pink and then like a terracotta. It's beautiful. So when I was thinking about that, I was like, she got really excited when she was showing me her colors. I really want the theme to be super simple. When mom and I knew that we were going to be doing the matinee, we decided to do like a brunch or a breakfast if we could that Saturday morning before we went to the play. And so I said, oh, my gosh, this is going to be so much fun. I'm going to have a dear friend of mine, Tara, who I went to high school with because she's still in Tennessee. She does these incredible balloon displays. They are so, so cool. Listen, if you are in Tennessee, you need to look up my friend Tara. If you need her information, reach out to me. I will give it to you. But she's so fantastic. And she is going to do this very fun secret. I'm going to tell you now, because by the time this episode comes out, we will have already had the shower, but she's going to actually come and do this incredible incredible arch with the balloon display. I got all this gorgeous pompous grass. That's going to be in the colors. We're going to put that in. And then we're going to do a huge table full of kind of like a buffet table, but like just charcuterie to the nth degree, like beautiful decorated food is what's happening. So I knew that that was something I wanted to do next. I wanted to do the theme. I wanted to have these gorgeous colors. And then I really, for my enhancement to that, wanted to make the food something that really added style or value it's really going to complement this by having this beautiful food that is going to act as part of the decor. So I've been talking about this with mom and with Stephanie, my mom is hosting up in her home and uh, my mom doesn't know yet. She'll know soon enough But it's mine and Stephanie's little surprise is we're going to create, have Tara come and do this incredible balloon backdrop. And the reason for that is because if you are party planning and you know your person, you try to find things to incorporate that they like. Well, AJ and her mom, they have some of the most beautiful and also really fun photos and they love a good photo shoot. They love a fun photo shoot. My brother and AJ actually ended up doing this super awesomely cool kind of vintage, kind of retro, my brother's really into cars, photo shoot for their engagement photos. And so I knew that this was something that she would appreciate. And I was like, you know what? There are going to be a lot of new faces that she hasn't met yet before. They haven't met her. We're going to make sure that Everybody gets to come in and take a picture with AJ, celebrate with AJ. I'm going to put it into like a photo album type thing, digital one for her later. So that way she can be going through with my brother. And by the way, I'm telling you what my extra was. This is what was happening. I knew I wanted to do this photo moment. So called in Tara to do that, decided I wanted to do the food as the enhancement to that. And the extra was absolutely having them come in and be able to take a photo with her and keep that as a keepsake forever. So she could go back and she could look back on these things and have this moment. So along with the idea of the theme of her colors, along with the idea of having the food kind of, have that exact same feel which was going to be in her colors literally the foods that we're going to be choosing and the flowers that we're going to have displayed are going to be in those colors as well but that extra really was that cherry on top which was going to be this keepsake then of having all of the photos that she's going to be taking in front of this beautiful display as something that she can hold on to forever. So as those things were coming into play, and I was checking in with my sweet sister-in-law stuff, we were talking about all these different ideas and could we make this work and checking in with Tara and she was able to do it. And this was going to be such a fun surprise, which I can't wait to see how this is going to play out. AJ, are you listening to this episode? Did you like it? Was it fun? Did it work out? Thank you, Tara. (laughs) If you guys are listening, I'm so excited about it. I I love surprises for other people. I am not great with dealing with surprises for me because I'm just like way too, you know, control freak over here. Like type A, I need to know what's going to happen. I need to know what to wear. But AJ is way more fun and relaxed than I am. Thank goodness for Parker. So I cannot wait to do this fun little thing that I think is going to be something that she holds on to for a while. I'm really excited about it. So if you're thinking about your three E's, what could those things be? So if I decided to take it a step further, one of the things that Stephanie and I were talking about doing is we were like, we want, so I told you that AJ's favorite color is pink. She also loves rose gold. And my brother Parker knew that. And he so thoughtfully got her a wedding ring or an engagement ring rather that is rose gold. And so that was kind of one of the things whenever I saw her after they got engaged, I took her some rose gold jewelry because I was like, oh, I don't know what she's going to like. I hope she likes this. And I was trying to keep it in that sort of idea of the something that she liked. And so I knew she liked that. So when I was talking to Stephanie, I was like, what can we do that?" We know is something that she likes. We want to give her a gift, and obviously, we can still look on her, you know, her registry. Um, which, by the way, that was something cool. We got to add to having an evite We got to add in the the gift registry on there as well. So, if that's something you're considering, if invitations is part of your party planning, do think about. If there is some sort of registry, like if they're getting married, if it's a bridal shower, if it's a baby shower and they've registered for baby stuff, do make sure you're plugging that in, whether it's digitally or on a hard copy of an invitation. Just a side note there. So back to what I was saying, Stephanie and I, we were like, what's something we could do for her? And I was like, well, you know, I know she loves rose gold and it would be cool if you and I could give her something together, like as a sister to be gift for us together. And we just kind of went back back and forth, back and forth. And I was like, well, you know, I saw some of this stuff on Amazon that I was going to use for some of the charcuterie boards. And I was like, what if we actually do a rose gold set of that? Because the ones that I was looking at were like marble, which are really pretty or gold, which I thought would look really pretty with the uh, color scheme that we were going with. But then I was like, oh, my gosh, that would even be so much more personal if we go rose gold. And because she and Parker are going to be getting married and hosting parties of their own, I thought, how cool. I knew she would use it time and time again. I was like, how cool. What if we together we purchase a nice rose gold set of uh, charcuterie accessories So like the little tongs and little Pins to put, that's not the right word, the little sticks that you put in and say like, Hey, this is what type of cheese you're eating. And you know, that kind of thing. And then also just some other, you know, cheese knives and serving spoons and different things like that. And so Stephanie and I were like, yes, this would be super cute. We'll do this. That'll be meaningful. And that way, every time she brings it out to serve again in the future, she'll remember that's what we were using at her bridal shower when we were welcoming her, because we're so excited for her to be a member of the family. And then also, she'll get to see it over and over again. And remember, this was a wedding present, you know, something that we as sisters, family now thought about for her. So do think about if, Part of your party planning has to do with gift giving really do figure out a way that the person of honor is going to be getting something special that you know that they love. And by the way, If you happen to be throwing some sort of party for someone that you don't know super well, because sometimes people are just like, hey, you're great at party planning. Will you help us plan this party? But you don't know them so well. Maybe that's an opportunity for you to reach out to them or reach out to loved ones or someone who knows them really well to say, what do they like? How can we incorporate something? Because that will make your party so much more special, so much more memorable. friendly reminder that my book is now available on kindle and paperback over on amazon so if you haven't gotten it yet or you have and you'd like to get more head over to amazon and search for i've got you girlfriend why getting organized and living this mom life is not a solo mission you can also find a direct link over on my website at everythingwithstyle.com thanks so much for making it a bestseller and back to the show I'll never forget, and I'm actually going to say her name in two different ways here. When my friend Gia Helwig, she has Gia Helwig events. So first I'll tell you right now, which is something that I'm going to say later, and I've already said it already. Ask for help. If you need a party planner, don't feel like you have to do this all by yourself. Ask for help. If you need a party planner, you can reach out to my dear friend Gia Helwig. So look up Gia Helwig events. I will put her information in show notes. Also, Gia not only did these amazing events, but during all of the crazy COVID stuff, when she had to pivot her business, because a lot of people were not having big parties that she was used to planning for people, she created something called Party Package To Go. And RIP, she has retired Party Package To Go now, now that she's back out in the world doing all these amazing things again. But Party Package To Go is super fun because she created all of these fun sort of like arts and crafts moments. If they were boxes that you could get for the kids Or for adults, for like graduation parties, she had things in there that were personalized, like banners. She had things that were personalized where you could hold up the little things over your eyes and they would be like glasses or something fun for photos. And those were really fun over Zoom too, because those days we were doing a lot of Virtual parties, and so she created these experiences. Or she called them these special experiences in boxes, and she called it party package to go, so you could get these things sent to you, and they were personalized. So on the note of personalizing something. When you're party planning, one of the things we did is my dad was having one of the COVID birthdays and we were having to not be able to be there in person. I wanted to be there. So we did a Zoom. I sent party package to go box to the, to their families. And then also I had one at my house. And so we were all like putting up all these hilarious things that were Elvis inspired because that is my dad's jam. He loves singing some Elvis. He loves everything that has to do with Elvis. I mean, he did grow up and live in Memphis for the majority of his life. So Memphis, Elvis goes hand in hand. So that was something that was super special. So think about the person that you're throwing the party for. Think about what's important to them and try to find a way to incorporate something that's really personalized for them. Now, one of the other things that I wanted to talk about in addition to using the three E's and finding ways to do these things simply so you don't get overwhelmed. Once you've done three steps, do another three steps. Is asking for help, figuring out if you need to bring in extra people. It's been so nice to have Stephanie to work on this with. It's been so nice to have my mom to work on this with because then you don't take everything on yourself. Here's the other thing that I'm wanting to say that sort of is in line with that. Don't feel pressured for if you have been a person who has done over the top parties in the past for you to feel like you have to continue doing that. And that puts any kind of pressure on you, whether it's time pressure, whether it's financially, because you're feeling constantly like you're needing to go above and beyond your last party. Do not underestimate an intimate, simple birthday party or event do not underestimate how meaningful and special that can be so i say that because this year for the kids birthdays we did one of each we decided for our duke that we wanted to go a little bit bigger than we had in years past because of all the covid stuff and so we decided that we were going to have a bowling party that was something he wanted to do and he is in love with Pokemon. A lot of you are probably parents that are in that world. He loves Pokemon. So we did a Pokemon themed birthday party at the bowling alley. Now, This was perfect for him. We invited all the kids from school and all the boys, rather all the boys from school. We wanted to narrow it down a little bit. And that's exactly what I mean. It can get out of control fast. The guest list can be huge. So try to find chunks of people, groups of people that you can invite. Don't feel like you have to invite everybody. But if you want to do a bigger party, I highly recommend going to a venue or you can have it at your own house where you will be able to really get a lot of people to help you do all of the different parts of it. So when we did this at the bowling alley, it was so nice because they're so used to hosting kid parties all the time, probably adult parties too. And they made it so simple. Because we just decided, all right, we're going to have a lot more kids at his party than we have in the past. We're going to make sure that we outsource as much as we can, ask for help as much as we can to keep it super simple. And that's exactly what we did. They took care of food. I decided to go get a cake, although they did provide a cookie cake. But I knew that he wanted to have a very specific Pokemon cake for this theme. So I did that outside of that. That, by the way, might be one of your ease. An incredible cake design could be an essential thing. You might decide to start with the cake and then work the rest of the party around this magical, amazing cake. That could be the thing that you really use to personalize the party. Um, Or that could be the extra, that can be like the final thing where maybe it's not the end all be all. It doesn't have to be the focal point of the party. You know, at a wedding, sometimes that can be a focal point. You have this big, massive cake and that can really be the showstopper moment. But if you have a party where that might not be as important, for example, for the bridal thing, what we decided to do, because it's kind of a a brunch breakfast type thing, Stephanie and I were both talking about how it's not necessarily super important to have a dessert because it's, you know, it's so early in the morning, we might have some like pastries and things that are a little on the sweeter side, but do we really need to have a big cake or a big, no, we just felt like it wasn't super important. And so one of the things that we decided to do in keeping with that beautiful theme, remember I told you that one of her colors was a wine color. I said, well, what if we do red velvet, which is super Southern. But if we do red velvet cupcakes, we can make them ourselves. We can ice them with the ivory buttercream frosting or the uh, cream cheese frosting, I think is what we're going to do. And then I have been going down the Pinterest and Amazon rabbit hole and trying to find some sort of cupcake topper, dessert topper that is personalized. So probably something with the letter C because her name is going to be Canon, or maybe something with their monogram. I'm working on it. Still a work in progress. That's still got a couple more weeks. Um, but what I'm going to do is actually have individual containers. And so we're not going to have the show-stopping dessert or cake We are going to do these individual cupcakes. We'll put on some kind of little monogram of some sort. Maybe it'll be a sticker monogram. And I ordered all of these little individual cupcake holders to go. So I'm going to have them stacked up like sort of pyramid style over by the door. So as we're wrapping up and saying bye to everybody, I'm going to say, "Okay, make sure you grab a little treat on the way out and it's going to be a cupcake for the road or, you know, whenever they decide to eat it, maybe they want to take it home to their kids. Maybe they want to scarf it down in the car before their kids even know that there's a cupcake to be had. And it'll just be a little personalized thing. So it's kind of like a party favor. That's another thing, by the way, maybe party favors are a big, huge thing that you want to be a part of your party planning. That's something you can include. Perhaps that is going to be something like, oh, we have this incredible theme. Let's have, you know, as my essential for the enhancement, let's have the party favors be really spectacular to sort of add style and value and tie that theme together as people leave. So, you know, for Duke's birthday party, as I was talking about at the bowling alley, it was Pokemon themed. So I made sure to bring all these cute little gift bags. Each kid got uh, a few new Pokemon cards. They got one of those little blowers that, you know, make a little bit of noise, but not too much noise. It was the Pokemon themed Blower. I don't even know what you call those. You know, the thing that you blow into, and they're like that kind of thing. Yeah, that's what they sound like. So then we had what other things did I put in there? Oh, because we had it at the birthday part or at the bowling alley. One of the things that they said is when you get this certain package. Each of the people who come will actually get a gift certificate to come back and use that here to go bowling. And so we put in a little gift certificate in everybody's bag. Oh, I remember. and the last thing we did is we had we were at a uh, party city to look for some little party favors and things for Duke and he saw these Pokemon bracelets he really liked. So everybody got a Pokemon bracelet. So that was super cute, super fun. We didn't load it up with a ton of candy because, listen, I'm one of those moms that's like, don't give me a whole bunch of cheap stuff to go and don't hop my kids up on candy and send them home with me. And so we really tried to be mindful of that when we were packing all of our little party favors. So something to consider. Now, as I was mentioning, and we're at the the tail end of what we're going to talk about today, I was mentioning that you might want to do a larger party. You might want to have more people invited or don't underestimate that small intimate party. And that's one of the things that we're going to do this year for my daughter. Uh, We have done the big, huge sleepovers with tons of girls and it was loud and noisy and there were dances and there were singing and there was screaming and there was jumping all over the place. And it was total chaos, but controlled chaos. And it was fun when we talked about what do you want to do this year? She's like, you know what? That was really fun, but it was a little overwhelming for me, and we really didn't get any sleep, and some of the girls wanted to go to bed, and they felt pressure to stay up, and then the other ones who wanted to stay up really late were really bummed out with the girls who didn't want to stay up late, so she was like, I just don't want to do that, I want to keep it really simple with a tight group of friends. Uh, we are members at a club and they have this beautiful rooftop patio where you can go to dinner. And so we finally took the kids there the other night for them to experience that for the first time while we were sitting there. She's like, mom, I think it would be really fun for my birthday if we could have some girls get together. Let's do a dinner on the rooftop. When the sun goes down, we go back to a room that's in the club where we could spend the night overnight. So We'll get a room there hang out, eat popcorn, watch movies, fall asleep where there's just a few of us. And then the next morning we can have breakfast and go home. And I was like, I think that sounds wonderful. And I honestly think that that is going to be so special and memorable for those few girls who she absolutely loves and adores. I don't think there's going to be a lot of pressure around it. I think it's going to be sweet. I think there's going to be laughing nonstop. I think it's going to be really fun. So in thinking about planning for that, I'm not even going to do an official big invitation. I'm going to reach out to the moms of these girls who she loves so much cuz we're really close and just say, "My daughter is having her birthday. She's crazy about your daughter. We're just having a few friends. Would you be interested in us picking the girls up from school on a Friday, driving out there, letting them get a little dressed up? It's like a little, one of the fancier clubs, so" We'll have them get dressed up. They can get dressed together in the room and then they can go sit at the table, have a yummy dinner, girls only, super fun. Watch the sun go down. It's a gorgeous city view downtown in LA and then go back to the room, put on, I'm sure they're going to have some crazy onesies or something. And actually that reminds me, maybe I should go ahead and get her a onesie to change into. And then, you know, maybe have some like silly little, playful things or like some fun activities like bracelet making or something like that that they can do, they'll probably find something else to totally do. But I'm going to say no technology other than watching a movie and you guys get to do some kind of funny, silly thing or whatever. So I just want to remind you that if you are feeling pressured to have a big over-the-top party and planning that just feels like too much, do three things. Keep it simple. Stick to your three E's. Second thing, make sure you're asking for help whenever you can. Third thing, do not underestimate the amazingness of a very simple, chill, intimate party because you do not have to have your parties that you've had in the past be what you're having this time. You do not have to have your parties be over the top because that's what your friends did for their kids. Do not feel the pressure to do that. Make sure that you are really just thinking about the person of honor, who is this party for What's something that they would like at this time in their life. And if you're talking about your kids or you're talking about your friends, maybe that does come in waves. Maybe that does change with the seasons. Sometimes they want something over the top and big and flashy and fun, and then other times they want something that's a little bit more chill and intimate with just their closest friends. So these are some things to consider when getting organized for party planning. I hope that it has helped. If it helped you, it might help a friend too. So I would love it if you would share, um, tag me on social. If you take a screenshot of whatever episode you're loving these days and you post it on social media, you can just tag me at everything with style mom. I would appreciate that so much because that means that other people might get some help in organizing or styling a part of their life. And as always, keeping it simple. So we're not letting the stress and overwhelm creep in because nobody's got time for that. Especially when party planning, that's supposed to be fun. That's supposed to be memorable. So let's make sure we're sticking to the three E's. We're asking for help and we're not feeling the pressure of doing some big over the top thing. Okay. If you needed that permission, I'm giving it to you now. And then on the flip side, if you are going to do something big and over the top, I'm sure it's going to be spectacular when you start to feel overwhelmed, just be like, what are three things I can focus on right now, get those done, and then move on to the next three so that I don't feel super overwhelmed and stressed as the party planner. And of course, if the party planner is not stressed, that is going to allow for a lot more fun for all of the attendees as well. And especially your person of honor. All right. Hope this was helpful. Happy organizing. Also happy party planning. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes. That's Apple Podcasts now. And let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.